Refresh. Hey, good Monday morning. How's everybody doing today? This is your boy, the Muffin Man, joining you for another episode of Refresh Podcast. How's everybody doing today? You guys doing good? You guys still on spring break? The kiddos are still out of school. So I'm sure you parents are getting to sleep in a little bit. Unless you get a full-time job, then you're up and at them. You're your bright eye and you're bushy-tailed. I am on vacation right now from work, and I've been living at large. I've been living it good. It's just been super refreshing and super amazing. I'm getting ready to go to a young adult hangout tonight. So that's super rad. But first, let's just kind of talk for a little bit, shall we? So welcome back to another episode of Refresh Podcast. So how many guys know what yesterday was? Yesterday was Sunday, but not only Sunday, but it is more certainly Easter Sunday, or as many people would say, Resurrection Sunday, because it's a time that we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior, Lord, and Jesus Christ. So if you don't know the story and you're not aware you know, Jesus came to this earth to redeem man of the sin. And we kind of talked about that in another podcast, that man had to be redeemed because sin entered into the world. And sin came to separate and to destroy the, the intimate bond that God and man had together. And sin came to disrupt and destroy and to separate that, that significant bond that was given to us from our Heavenly Father because God did not want to be anywhere that we were not. And I'm so thankful that God thinks that way. I'm so thankful that God feels that way, that He doesn't want to be anywhere that I'm not, that He wants us to be in the same place always. And I'm so grateful for that because I know that a lot of times in my adult life and a lot of times in my personal life, there's moments when I'm not where I need to be because God might be in one place and I might be going the opposite direction. That God is omniscient, meaning that he is everywhere at one time. Uh, and uh, excuse me, that's actually omnipresent. But, you know, the thing is this, guys, um, you know, God is everywhere always at one time. But I want to be able to set my heart on him and be exactly where he is all the time. And I want to be in that prox that, that, uh, excuse me, in that close proximity. I want to be where he is, you know? So Jesus came to this earth, Jesus being God made flesh, put flesh on and came to this earth to live among us and to bring us and to draw us into where the father was and to draw us in back into that intimate relationship that God so desperately wanted to have with us. And Jesus created a way to give himself to become the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the earth to cover our sins. Why did Jesus become the Lamb of God? I'm glad you asked because in the Levitical time, animal sacrifice was needed to atone for your sins. If you did something wrong, you had to sacrifice a certain animal, but the lamb being the most pure sacrifice that there ever could be because the lamb's blood was so pure that it would cover every sin and it would be used for an atonement every year for a Passover. So Jesus comes to be the lamb of God. The lamb was oftentimes, you know, it had to be an animal that, that spent a lot of personal time and, and close time with the family because whenever that lamb would spend time with the family, suddenly that lamb will become a part of the family. So whenever it came time for Passover to offer your lamb, it was a really sacrificial thing to do because it took a lot for them to give up someone that, that became so close and such a huge part of their family to be broken and bleeding for them. 
And Jesus wanted to be the same thing. See, whenever I think about that lamb that spent time with other people, whenever I think about that lamb that spent time with the family before being sacrificed, I think of Jesus because he did the same thing. He spent time and created bonds and created relationships and created families with the disciples, with the people that he fed, with the people that he healed, with the tax collectors and people that didn't want to be uh, people that ordinary people did not want to associate with. But Jesus came and, you know, he came and swept the corners and the cracks and the crevices of the earth and spent time with those people, just like that sacrificial lamb. So whenever Jesus comes to be, to come, um, excuse me, I cannot talk today. Please forgive me. But whenever Jesus comes and that time comes for the lamb of God to be slain, suddenly there was a price that was paid. And it broke the hearts of his followers. It broke the hearts of the ones that invested in him because they had nowhere else to go. But Jesus spoke to them and said, you know, gave them ahead of time that, you know, this is what's going to happen to me. This is what the outcome is going to be, that I will end up giving my life for you. And it came to pass because there's never been a moment in time where Jesus did not speak something and it did not happen. The grave could not hold Jesus down. Death could not hold Jesus down. The devil could not hold Jesus down for Jesus was dead and he came back to life. See, I love whenever um, last year Easter was on April Fool's Day and that's the greatest thing in the world to me because it's psych day. You know, it's Jesus was dead, but psych, he's alive. You know, April Fool's devil. Um, you know, the thing is this, guys, and this is what I really want to challenge because I know that so often we get caught up in the festivities of Easter. You know, we get caught up in, in the egg hunts and we get caught up in the chocolate rabbits. We get caught up in the jelly beans. We get caught up in all of the materialistic sides of it. But let us not forget that it is the moment in time that our Savior fulfilled the words that he spoke that he was going to die and he was going to make a way that we can be reunited with the Father in an intimate and passionate relationship. And that's what I desire. And that's what I crave. And that's what I want to encourage you to crave. Because you think of intimacy like whenever you're dating somebody. And this is a true story. Um, you know, on Friday nights, I used to play music with my buddies um, at Books a Million whenever we had Books a Million here in Homa. And we used to sit down and we used to just play music in the smoking area. And whenever people would pass by, um, they would listen and they'd be drawn. And then we would have the opportunity to pray with them and to just minister to them. And we met a lot of cool people in doing that, right? So, oh, excuse me, man. And lady man. <laughs> so, you know, we're playing this music and... um we were playing a song and I, and I was like, you know, I don't play any music, but I, I do sing a little. I just love worshiping God. I don't sing incredibly well, but you know, I just really love worshiping the, the father. And I also, you know, I, I dabble a little, a little bit with rap, you know, um, nothing professionally, but you know, whenever it comes to learning Christian rap, you know, I really just enjoy, um, just messing around with it. So, you know, me and my buddies were getting this song together and I was like, man, what's that chorus? And they had this guy to pass back. He's like, yeah, what's the chorus? You know, like he was just messing with us. And I was like, hey man, like, can we play a song for you? And he's like, man, you don't need to play a song for me. And I was like, well, I, I can rap for you. And he's like, man, you can't rap, you're white. And I was like, oh, challenge accepted. So, you know, I fixed my hat and I stood up and I just cooked up. Um, the best freestyle that I could think of in that moment of time, you know, it was probably the worst freestyle that I cooked up ever, but you know, I really just gave it my all. And, um, 
I pulled out, I poured out that alabaster box, you know, and I just really allowed the Holy Spirit to just move. And that guy was incredibly interested in what I said. He was like, you know, he's like, oh, man, what religion are you? And his girl's like pulling on his arm and she's like, no, come on, let's go. He's like, nah, I got to know this. He's like, you know, what is your religion? I said, well, you know what? Let me tell you something, brother. I don't have a religion, but I do have a relationship with Jesus. And I'll tell it to you like this, my brother. I said, you know, that's your girlfriend. And he said, yeah. And I said, and this is your boyfriend. And she said, yeah. And I said, you cannot tell me there is not a moment in time that goes by that you're not thinking about him and he's not thinking about you. And she said, yeah, you're right. And I said, just imagine if we treated Jesus the same way. If there was a moment in time where we were not um, not thinking about him, that we were thinking about him all the time. Whenever we're dating someone, we want to be wherever they are. We want to be their man crush Monday and their woman crush Wednesday. You know, we want their full, of, uh, their full focus, their full attention. And if they begin to talk to someone else, suddenly we begin to be jealous and we begin to crave their attention even more. We want to hold hands. We want to be intimate. We want to be where they are. And if we did the same thing for Jesus, then imagine how much better our lives would be. That if we want to be more intimate with Jesus, that if we wanted to hold hands with Jesus, that if we want to, you know, be uh, spend all the time we can with Jesus, if we couldn't stop talking about him, if we couldn't stop thinking about him, if we were, uh, were jealous for him and just, you know, our hearts were craving him like it craves these people that we're into, then man, how would our walk change? How would our life be propelled to a whole new level? And um, so there's another point that I really just wanted to hit before I leave for the day. And it was really just about this, you know, that death couldn't hold Jesus down and the grave couldn't hold Jesus down. But instead, he, he was lifted. He was raised up to heaven and he left the power of his Holy Spirit here for us. So my, my thing for you today and my question to you today, my dear brothers and sisters, is this. If the grave couldn't hold Jesus down and if death couldn't hold Jesus down, then why are you allowing stuff to hold you down? Why are you allowing the feeling of being insignificant to hold you down? Because Jesus, you, you know, didn't let anything hold him down. And he is our example. He is our big brother. He is here to show us that it is possible to live the way that we should live in the image of the Father and expect to, to just, you know, propel to where he is. It's possible because all things are possible with God. We know this because the scriptures tell us that. But why do we allow silly little things to hold us down? Whenever we shouldn't allow anything to hold us down. It doesn't matter what the critique of people around us would say about our lives. It doesn't matter if we're trying to impress someone and they don't notice us. It doesn't matter if we're facing depression or anxiety. It doesn't matter if we're facing any sort of abuse. It doesn't matter if we're struggling with pornography, if we're struggling with, you know, vulgarity. Whatever it is that we're facing, nothing can hold us down. Nothing can stop us from where God is. We got to keep moving forward. We got to bring it to the cross. We got to lay it down at his feet. We got to look these sins in the eyes and look these struggles and these addictions in the, lot, in the eyes and, and say to it, 
that if it couldn't keep Jesus down, it's not going to keep me down. That I know that my Jesus was tempted, but my Jesus did not give in. And I don't have to give in either. And I will not stay down. I will not be defeated because I will raise up again. I will rise up again. And one day I will be where my big brother Jesus is. Because, guys, this place that we are in right now is not our home. The pleasures of this earth is not treasures of our home. We are just foreigners. We are just visiting. We are just tourists. We are just temporarily living here. We are hermits. We are just waiting here for a brief moment in time, doing the work of the Father until he says, okay, it's time to come back home. Your work is done. Your mission is complete. Let's do it. Let's go home. Guys, I challenge you today. Guys, I encourage you today. I influence you today. I I just ask for you today to think about what it is that's keeping you down. What is it that's weighing you down? What is it that's keeping you locked in your grave? What is it that's keeping you locked in shame? What is it that's keeping you locked in guilt? What is it that's keeping you locked in weakness? What is it keeping you from feeling, fulfilling the purpose that the Father has placed into your life? Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for my dear brothers and dear sisters that is listening to this podcast today. God, I thank you for stirring in their heart that you have influenced them to click on this podcast today. God, I pray that this message would take root in our hearts, God, that it would, we would be reminded of that nothing can hold us down and nothing can keep us down because your word says in Romans, Lord, 837, that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Lord, there's nothing that can separate us from your love. God, we are victorious because you have won the victory. God, nothing can hold us down. Nothing can stop us, God. Nothing can keep us Nothing could destroy us from what you have for us. God, I pray that you'd help us to break free of these bondages and these chains that weigh us down. God, that we can just radically pursue you and run after you full force, knowing that you are greater. And Father, there's nothing we cannot do with you without you. Um, and that there's nothing that we can do with you. Excuse me, that's what I meant to say, God. Um, Father, I just thank you so much, Lord. I pray that you just use this word, Lord, to just bring forth Uh, an encouragement to your people. God, I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here today on Refresh Podcast, where Christ goes before us so we can bring you another refreshing word. Um, I really just feel impressed on my heart. I really want to do a study on the fruits of the Spirit. So we'll probably have a new series coming soon. That's probably what we're going to go with. We're going to just study the different fruits of the Spirit. And uh, just wherever the Holy Spirit leads us with that, I'm super excited to hear and I'm super excited to see. So this has been your boy, The Muffin Man. Continue to enjoy your spring break. Continue to enjoy your resurrection weekend. And I will be back with you again next Monday for another episode. Thank you guys so much. Stay beautiful. I love you.